if the ability to rewrite history was real? What if I can erase our mistakes? This gives me the power of God. Joe Carnahan. How's it going, bud? Good things come to those who wait, don't they? I don't know about that, but you know, dude, we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a busy guy. Thank you so much for talking oh, to me bad. today. How oh, you no, been? I've been good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's cold and windy and rainy in Las Vegas, but we'll is take it. it. Really? Yeah, it is. Going? Yeah, dude. I mean, there's these weather patterns are a little wacky, aren't they? I mean, it's a little, it's a little nuts. We have enough sunny days here, so I we welcome the yeah. weather. There you go. Yeah. Anytime. So it's raining in Vegas right now. Yeah, I think it's all the LA stuff wow. coming our way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We've had. Yeah. We. we it's not been. A, it's not been pleasant these past few hours. But we need it. Do we need the rain? Absolutely. You know? we well, Thanks for joining me today to talk about boss level, man. A kick-ass yeah, movie. Love it. Just love Thank it. You, dude. Thank you so much. I'm glad you dug it. I'm glad you dug it. You know, what's funny is we have all these time loop movies that just piled up all of a sudden, but yours is really a father and son story at heart, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think that, I think the time loop, the, the conceit of it is something that I was interested in. Cause I think as a, as like a subgenre, you know, I think people tend to really like those movies. So, um, I mean, this script's been around for a while. It's been around for 10 years. So it's not like we were, you know, it's just, it happened to take forever to get made, but it was always, but the, but the material itself has been around for quite some time. Did you ever count how many times Frank Grillo actually died in the movie? Someone actually did a YouTube thing and put it up, dude. How many times he died? I didn't count. I don't know. Did somebody <laughs> counted? I'm sure they have. I'm sure somebody's done that work, dude. Somebody. It's <laughs> crazy. More time on their hands than I've got did that work. And I was surprised that's really Frank Grillo's son playing his own son in the film, yeah, right? It's real, yeah, which I, I thought was really important just to give us kind of a leg up in terms of the emotional connection that those guys would have. So, um, yeah, he's great, dude. He's great. Yeah, I, you know, I saw him recently, spoke to him for No Man's Land. He's just a talent. He's a vintage action star, and uh, he keeps impressing me every time I see him. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's just, you know, he's been doing a long time and he's finally getting, I think, some some uh, adoration, some love. And it's and I think it's it's great. It's uh, long overdue, you know. All right. Crashing through that bus windshield. How many takes? How many times did he improv those lines? That was ridiculous. You know <laughs> we did, man, we did. Uh, gosh, we must have done because of, uh, you know, the nature of pulling that thing in and the whole, you know, I mean, we did it. We had a pretty good setup and a pretty great. A stunt team uh a physical effects team so we were able to kind of do that a, a bunch of times i mean he did he did everything from i've got glass in my face too. <laughs> and my brother matt who's a really great screener who's who's also you know uh, uh uh he's somebody i always he's the one that came up with the uh i said what would he say getting cracked when he said if he just looked around and said god it'd be funny if he was in it like this revival bus so we did a lot dude we did a lot i mean and i laughed uh, uh, uproariously every time he did it Huge Mel Gibson fan, big score for this movie. How do you yeah. direct someone like him? And I'm sure he had stories to tell on the set. How much time was oh, wasted listening? That was, I mean, one, Mel's not only great, not only one of the best and one of like, you know, a matinee, a legit matinee idol, uh, but one of the one of the foremost filmmakers we've got. I mean, he's a tremendously talented director. And uh, he made it easy, man. He didn't, he did not, uh, he did not, uh, Mel was just so down for the process and he would hang around on set in between setups and stuff and, and, uh, and just tell stories about, you know, Mad Max and Lethal Weapon and Braveheart and showed me a picture of him and Paul Newman on the Braveheart set, which I'm such a huge Newman fan. So it was great, dude. It was great. 
That's amazing. You know, I heard you had less than a month to shoot this movie. What was it? Yeah. 27 days? 27 days. When we first met, look at this. I dug this out of my archives. Oh my look at God. my narc. So you look signed that, you That's signed crazy. this for me. And in, in here is my original notes and questions to you. And I said 28 days for narc. So it was this was a day longer than boss level. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. I had more time to shoot narc than I did to shoot boss level. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's just because we had 42 days. There was a lot of financial chicanery. I'll, 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 I'll put it a polite way on this movie. And, uh, and days overseas just, investors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish it just, it was, it was one of those things, Jeff, where it's like, listen, you just have to kind of know what you're capable of and what you can do under pressure. And I think we did it. So I was, and I'm, I'm extremely happy with how the movie came out. You know, I have to mention Will Sasso. His humor in this movie is so subtle. And also Gibson's a huge Three Stooges fan. And Sasso is the leader of doing uh, the, yes. the Curly Howard impression. Yes, man. I mean, Will's, listen, Will, uh, uh, he, he, he kind of, uh, I have this idea, this, you know, that, that guys that understand, uh, that are very funny, also have a great uh, uh, sense of drama, dramatic acting. And Will is certainly of that kind of school. And he was just so good at not doing anything. Will's just, and he's a big, he's a six foot four. He's a big imposing guy. Yeah. Um, and then he's just, and then he's just one of the, one of the most deadly funny human beings. Like, you know, we're doing another, we're going to do another movie with him and Frank, I think is, is like, is like paired off with one another. Yeah. He's the only uh, actor who can get a laugh in his death scene, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, his whole, you know, is, is that, you know, do you smell muffins? I smell muffins. That was, that was Will ad-libbing, you know? <laughs> Um, uh, so no, man, he's, he's tremendous dude. And, and, and again, an, an, another joy to work with. And you had your Hitchcock moment at the bar. I noticed <laughs> I did, dude, you could see me. I was probably 15 pounds lighter and I looked exhausted and, and haggard and I was both those things. So yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I was uh, near death when I did my cameo in boss level. Greatest action movie of all time. Smoke and aces should have been shot in Las Vegas, but Reno, I'll take it. Sister city. Yeah. I don't mind. The right. theme of assassins is familiar with you because boss level more assassins. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that, I think that I've, I've described kind of boss level smoke and aces with, with like heart and soul, because it's not this kind of, you know, smoke and aces is a pretty dark kind of nihilistic movie at the end. Ryan Reynolds just unplugs everything. And you know, that's the end of that movie. So <laughs> boss level is a bit more, uh, it's me as an older, softer soul, I guess, you know, uh, but they're very much aligned in that kind of, and, and they're very similar. They're like, they're, they're, you mentioned sister city. It's the same kind of thing with those movies. Favorite assassin in boss level is Kaboom. Loved him. <laughs> oh man. I mean, come on, Aaron Bielner. He, he's great. Aaron's one of those guys. He's just, uh, he, he just understood what he was there to do and he just crushed it. And it was funny as hell. And, uh, and ha his little, like, you know, well, I don't like that attitude. I mean, that was just such a great, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, yeah. and again, but I don't know how you can't, how you could find fault with this. It's just like, it's just like that. It's just, it's, that's unapologetically a movie. Boss level is supposed to be a movie. It's not a film, it's a movie. Was there ever going to be a Tremor Brothers movie? Was that just a rumor? Did you have an idea or a script? Because you know it seemed natural. Yeah, man. I think it was one of those things where everybody kind of, you know, Chris Pine's career took off and, and, uh, and you know, you never know how you can get back to something like that. I had a couple ideas and, and we never really, we never pursued them. Um, but, you know, I think that, uh, that I still would like to do that. I'd still love to do that. You know, hey, you never know. You never, you never know. know. Yeah, man. You never know. No, listen, I Pine would be down to do it in a second. And I know Kevin Durant. I know Maury. Like, I think it'd be a lot of fun to do it. But just, just, just make me a victim. Fun. Just make me a you victim it, somewhere. You got it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> let me be standing by the door or something. Just let me have it. That's all I care. <laughs> 
You just want to be murdered by one of those guys. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Hey, I know you, I know you're a busy guy. You're working on your film right now. So thank you for taking the time to talk oh, to you me. Oh, you got it, Joe. My pleasure, okay. brother. We'll okay, talk man. again soon, okay? Be well, brother. Thank you.